Hey folks, welcome to MLW Rewind. Thanks for joining us today. I am Lewis Carlin. Always happy to be here. Sorry you missed out last week. Me and George, we we just uh, we had other things going on. We just couldn't uh, connect to do MLW Rewind. But we're back this week, and I like to introduce my partner in crime, my podcast life partner, as he calls me, Mr. George Mackay. George, how you doing, man? What's going on, brother? I'm glad to be back. It's another good rewind. As always, I am your Boy, I can't be your host this week because I'm taking the night off. I get to do color commentary for a change. Yeah, I'm excited. You're excited? Yep. I'm. I'm. I took the grab the bull by the horns. I'm doing the hosting. I'm doing the host. I'm a little upset though, man. I'm a little upset. Um, okay. want to know? Do, do you want to know why? Sure. Um, well, it's gonna sound weird, but like, there's been a spider living in my uh in my bathroom, you know, under the baseboard. And for the past three weeks, I'd wake up and he'd be out there and he's kind of like, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, hey, how you doing, Spider? And we kind of connected. I even named him, but I'm like, <laughs> but uh, the last couple, of, <laughs> last couple of days, he hasn't been there. So I don't know if uh, my wife saw him and caught him or, cause I kept quiet cause he was a buddy of mine and I haven't seen him in a couple of days. So I'm a little, uh, little depressed about that, man. I just, I just wanted to share that with you, man. I think, um, I think you'll get over it. I think if anything, he's probably moved on to another house okay, and, uh, or maybe another room in the house. And maybe one day you'll wake up and he'll be right smack on your forehead. That's happened to me once before. Hopefully he's not <laughs> in sport, but if, that, if that does happen, I, he'd, he'd be dead. I'd kill him. I'd kill him instantly. <laughs> so anyway. All right. So let's get on to MLW uh, fusion. Um, what do you think of the show? First of all, what do you think of the show? I liked it. Uh, I actually was pretty impressed with the opening match. Um, you may disagree, oh. but I, uh, I was pretty impressed with the opening match and the opening uh, match opponent. Um, uh, but I guess we should talk about the brawl that started the show right at the top yeah, of the, the, the hour, yeah. right? Show opens up with a brawl by the production truck between Contra, Injustice, and Los Parks joins in. Um, they're brawling, and uh, they're broken up, and the announcer yells, the cops are coming. The cops are coming. Uh, so what do, you, what do you think of that brawl? What do you think of the brawl um, to start the show? Well, I, I didn't mind the brawl. It made logical sense. Um, right up until Los Parks got involved, and then they took Davari away, or Simon Gotch maybe, away to like the right-hand side. And Jordan Oliver was just standing there with his fist clenched and didn't really seem like he knew where to go. Myron Reed jumped right back in and was going at Davari and one of the lowest parks. He was involved. But Jordan yeah. Oliver just looked confused. Like, hmm, do I help Myron? Do I get a piece of the action over here? He just looked starstruck, to be honest. Well, well, he knew the cops were coming, so he didn't want to. He didn't want the cops to show up and the cops see him throw a punch because then he'd get arrested, right? Well, so the, the cops were on the way. So, but he's 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 grown up in those tough streets, so dealing with the cops yeah. that ain't nothing That's new. True, yeah, and he's, he's a heavyweight. A heavyweight right? he's, he's a heavyweight, heavyweight, so he can't. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be afraid. Yeah, you're right. No, I, I got you there. Um, so from there, we um, went to the first match. Actually, Ilya Rush. Kind of promo. Um, actually, no, I'm sorry. Um, I just wanted to say they said Leo Rush has cleaned out the 205 division, which I th was found a little confusing because he, he's only had two matches, right? Myron Reed and um, uh, who was the second match? Um, oh gosh, who was the second opponent? The second, the second match he had. Laredo he won the trip. I'm sorry, Laredo Kid. Laredo Kid, yeah. Well, I don't know why his name escaped me. So it was only two matches. Two matches. See, see, I'm not a good host. You're a better host. <laughs> Should but, I just take so, over from this point? Nope, I'm I'm doing it, man. This is my this is my job. Um, 
So yeah, so he's only had two matches. Right. And but they're saying that he cleaned out the 205 division, but he's with two matches. And is that a little confusing to you or, or no? It's not well, I mean, it it is, but it also isn't because let's be honest, the divisions were very thin for a while. And yes, Zenshi hasn't really had a shot, but um Zenshi really hasn't earned a shot. And Jordan Oliver is no longer in that division because he's now a heavyweight. So I get what they're saying, but I kind of like the idea of the open challenge, just taping up the contract to a wall. And we got to find out who signed it and who the mystery opponent is. And we do. And it's somebody that we've seen before, but this time he got an entrance. He actually got an entrance. He got That's music. Right. I had to point yep. that out. He got entrance yep. and he got music. Yep. I actually wrote that down here. Pillman. Uh, it was Brian Pillman Jr. The, signed the contract. Match one, Leo Rush against Brian Pillman Jr. for the MLW middleweight title. And I even wrote down here, Pillman gets a proper introduction with three exclamation points. So I put, I put Pillman finally gets an entrance. That's nice. <laughs> I actually wrote that down. That's nice. <laughs> no, it's good to see. It's good to see him get that. Uh, th- this this is where Leo Rush cut the promo and he, he called Pillman a, a cosplay clown, which was uh, which was kind of funny. I kind of I like that line. But the, the match like itself, that. the match itself, um, I thought was okay. Uh, a couple of shoulder blocks to, to begin. Pillman um, actually again to each other's face. Pillman states that this is his company, despite he's on the, despite him being on the way out. Um, Pillman hits a nice drop kick. Um, Rush uh, does a nice springboard scissors and a moonsault off the bottom rope to the outside. Lots of back and forth for the rest of the match. Each getting in some good spots. Um, Rush hit a nice handstand kick mm-hmm. uh, as Pillman yeah, was trying to do the springboard. That was that was the match. That was the move of the match right there. And uh, Rush finally hits the final hour and wins the match. Thought it was okay. I think Pillman, um, he looked um, interested in the match. I know the last few matches, he seemed like he was going through the motions. But I think this match, he, uh, he seemed like uh, he was kind of into it, maybe because it was Leo Rush. Uh, but what are your thoughts on the match? Your thoughts on the rack, man? Well, I, I agree with you. Uh, there was a lot of back and forth. Pillman was definitely more engaged. And uh, even uh, the announcer said that Pillman has had – title shots before in MLW and he's fallen short. If you go back through the history, he has never captured any gold while being in MLW. So this was uh, an opportunity where I thought um, this was actually Leo Rush's best title defense to date. I really enjoyed this match. I enjoyed the back and forth. I didn't think the handstand was move of the match. I actually preferred the, uh, the bottom rope stunner right before we got the final hour, kind of, I guess the signature call. I really liked how fluid that motion was. And I liked, I liked everything about that sequence. Uh, and I also wrote this down, you know, Leo Rush hits the final hour for the one, two, three. Or I put four up, but one, two, three. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it, baby. I actually wrote baby. So that's it. And um, Leo Rush retains. But I thought this was Leo Rush's uh, toughest title defense to date. And um, I enjoyed the match thoroughly. But I was surprised it didn't come out with the AAA Cruiserweight title. I get the match was for the middleweight championship but you should be rocking both belts you're representing both belts you won both belts on mlw soil you should have had the other belt with you that's you know i didn't even think about that that's absolutely right he should have had both belts with him mm-hmm. that's absolutely right now i didn't even think about that he definitely should have came out with both belts unless i know i know they filmed the match in uh, AAA where i think laredo kid got a rematch maybe he won that rematch it just hasn't been shown on tv yet Maybe that's why I I don't know. I don't I don't know. I, I hope not because that's 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 kind of stupid, right? For them to have a rematch that's not televised yet. He's walking around with only one strap, and 
to win it and then automatically lose it back on AAA soil, that doesn't make any sense. Why lose it in the first place? If you're Laredo Kid and you're the cruiserweight, the premier cruiserweight in AAA, why did you lose it out of your homestand, but when you're back on your home court, you win it back? That's a head scratch. If that's the way it, do it, it does go down, that's a head scratcher for me, and that takes away all credibility from that amazing match. And it almost sours that match to the point where I want to strike that from my memory. Laredo Kid versus uh, Leo Rush never happened, if that's the way it goes down, in my opinion. Oh, that makes perfect sense, man. Perfect sense. I, I was I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that Radio Kid was getting a rematch in AAA, so that's why that, that thought popped into my head. Uh, but we'll see. But he definitely, if he still has the title, he definitely should have came out with the uh, with both belts. This, it would have looked better if he had both belts. Uh, so from there, Alicia Toot says, Contra is added to the world uh, uh, MLW World Tag Team title match. That's the main event. Then we get a promo from Hammerstone on Mil Muertes. Uh, he says Selena gets plastic surgery and Botox injections, <laughs> which was which was uh, which was funny. And then he challenges Mil Muertes uh, to a match. And um, uh, I'm thinking, so whatever happened to Mads Kruger? There was really no payoff match with Mads Kruger. He just kind of went to getting a concussion from Mads Kruger. Didn't want to get anything back off of Mads Kruger, and now he's into Mil Muertes. Uh, what what are your thoughts? On, what are your thoughts on that? Well, he's into Mil Muertes because he. Uh, the title got stolen the week before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mel Mortis attacked him after that match with Los Parks and uh, stole the title. And Selena and Mel Mortis now walking around with his belt. Even in the fusion, uh, the card while the well, while the show was waiting to premiere, uh, they had Mel Mortis where Hammerstone usually is. And he had the open weight title over his shoulder. And yeah. again, this is just a head scratcher for me because this guy's had the title forever. Still the champion is Hammerstone, yet still no title shot. And now Mel Mortis is rocking around wearing the belt and Hammerstone uh, doesn't even really show up at all later on to try to get the, the belt back. I thought when Mel Mortis came out for his match versus Perro later in the car that we would see Hammerstone come out and try to get the belt back. Maybe a brawl ensue, something like that. But yeah. as we'll find out later on, it, it didn't happen. But what I did like about the promo, you mentioned the Selena Vega line, which is great, but I also enjoyed the, um, uh, the to the man of a thousand's deaths. I'll be sticking chicken feathers up your butt. Does it make you a chicken? <laughs> Wearing my belt, does it make you a champion? I actually thought that line yeah. was better than the Botox line. But um, all in all, um, I just think this, this title is kind of a joke at this point. And I, I'm going to put that on wax. I've said it before that the open weight title should be like a money in the bank uh, type of title where anytime you feel the need to come out, you, you, bring that, you bring that belt with you, you hand it to the ref, that belt is now vacant and you are now involved in any kind of a title match you choose to. But they're, they're, the man who wears the open weight title is supposed to be the number one contender. Yet Hammerstone has had his belt for two years. Since you and I have been doing the show, we've seen other people contend for Jacob Fatu's title and get decimated. Jordan Oliver fucking gains 10 pounds and all of a sudden he's, he's in line for a title shot. Screaming F2, I yeah. want that title. So he gets a title shot. Hammerstone's been waiting, but he's had to go through Max Kruger and that fucking disastrous backlay brawl. And now he's got to go through Mel Mortis to get his title back to hopefully one day get a shot at Fatu. It's just like, what's the point? At this point, you're making the openweight title as laughable as the Intercontinental title was in the, in the early 2000s. You're making the title a joke. And it's supposed to be this amazing thing 
the number one contender is supposed to be rocking it, but the number one contender is not getting a shot. So I, I just, I don't understand the rationale or the concept behind making Hammerstone jump through all these fucking hoops. I don't. And you got to wonder, I mean, uh, Alicia Toot, uh, not Alicia Toot, uh, well, yeah, Alicia Toot uh, said Court Bauer, um, after, because Contra is being added to the world title match because of the brawl that took place, so he's adding Contra. If he could add Contra to that title match, how come he can't order that belt to go back to Alexander Hammerstone? Thank you. You took okay. the words right out of my mouth. There's no need for me to yeah. say. You're killing the hosting duties off the charts today. You're the MVP of the show. Okay. You've Thank taken you. it out of, you've taken the words out of my, it makes logical sense. Core power housed literally all the power in the world. Why? Because he is yeah. core power. He is the head of MLW. And yet you can make all these last minute changes and decisions. You can make the match between Oliver and Fatou a title match, even though the week prior when you promoted it, it was a non-title fight. So if you can go ahead and change those stipulations, five minutes, 10 minutes, tw 20 minutes before the show, why can you not do the same thing? Selena Vega, Mal Mortis, if you don't give Hammerstone back his title, I'm going to fine each of you $10,000. And I'm going to fine El Jefe of Aztec Underground $50,000. Yep, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I, it just doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Uh, I, I can understand that they want to keep Hammerstone and Fatua away from each other, try to build that matchup slowly. But like you said, they've been building it for what, two years? I mean, yeah, enough's how enough. Much, let, how let, much let, slower let, can you go? Let's just let's just get the damn match ready and get it out of the way. I mean, even when they were running down the the, the PWI top ten, uh, Calvin Tankman was what five, and Hammerstone was one. But Tankman's getting the shot uh, at the title. I mean, you mentioned Jordan Oliver; he lost to uh, Simon Gotch like three weeks prior to his match with Fatou, but he still gets a title shot. Why isn't Hammer? I'm going to get close to this camera, and this is at Court Power. Court. Why isn't Hammerstone getting a goddamn shot <laughs> at Jacob Fatou? Doesn't make sense, Court. And I know you're watching because you know we exist. Give him the goddamn title shot, Court. Okay. All right. That's I had to get that out of the way, man. That's for Court Bauer. That's for that Court Bauer. Intense. That was that I was mean, a lot of face right there. Yeah, I mean, come on. Come on. He deserves the title shot. Let's just it's just uh, now I'm getting all worked up, man. Okay, so um, <laughs> no, because it's rushed. It's it is. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, everyone's getting a title shot. I mean, what Laredo kid's gonna get the next shot? Or who's gonna, no, who, who's the next shot is me, Jacob for two. Oh, yeah. I want that fucking title. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's it. That's the next. I got it. I am now the new number one contender to the number one contender. <laughs> Once Tankman and Fatou handle their business, I'm next. Yeah. You're gonna see my face, the host, and Jacob for two. The crown jewel of Contra fight for the MLW Heavyweight Championship next week. Yeah, <laughs> Jacob for two, and then Joseph Samuel is going to cut a promo on you, and it's gonna it's gonna all go down, and and uh, and you wind up uh, you're gonna get booked to win the title, man. And That's then right. maybe you'll maybe you'll give Hammerstone a title shot. That's right. I will, and I'll lay down for the fucking guy. I'll be like, dude, two years, just take it, bro. Here, pin me. Go <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Just hand it to him. Here you go. It's just just take it, man. I don't care. You want to um, trade titles? The open weight title's a joke. So here, you take the heavyweight. Yeah, I'll, take, take, the I'll take that one. And I'll hang it on can, my wall. Wear it over your shoulder when we're doing the show, man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Do we talk so, about the Von Erichs promo? Do we have yeah, the Von Erichs promo on Tom Lawler? 
Uh, they said they're going to wring his neck. They're going to wring his neck. They're going to then they're going to get team filthy and school is in session session and you don't piss off a Texan. OK, you don't really piss off anybody, but you don't piss off a Texan. You know, and I'm like, oh, my God, the Von Erics, they look angry. Uh, so, um, <laughs> you don't want to piss these guys off. <laughs> well, I, I like I like um, I like how they allowed uh, Tom Lawler to pick the stipulation. They told him any time, any stipulation, we will yep. be there. Yep. And we actually find out his stipulation later on the show. And I actually like the stipulation. I think the stipulation is going to be interesting. But this is going to be a six-man tag because uh, they also threw ACH in the mix. So ACH yep. and Devon Erics want a piece of Team Filthy. And you go ahead. You bring Garini. You bring Koo. Yeah. You bring everybody. We're so going to mess with. You don't piss off a Texan. That's right. You don't. Fuck with Texas. You don't, I'm from Queens, New York. You don't piss off a guy from Queens either. I just you found out that. you're from Queens, New York. You lost yeah. all credibility for me. I thought we were two great Canadians doing this show. It's well, not. Um, it's not the case. It's not the case. <laughs> Gee, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> but, My heart's but, well, a little broken right now. We're gonna have to figure out if, if I don't know. I mean, it's hard enough already to deal with somebody who's like decades older than you. But now to find out he's decades older than you and American. But but I've been here for I've been here for 20 years, so I'm I'm really I'm I'm Canadian. I'm Canadian. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna become I'm a permanent resident. I'm gonna be a Canadian citizen shortly. I'm gonna I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. That's okay. All right. Come on. All right. Come I'll on. forgive you. Yeah. Can, can we fist bump? Fist bump? Yeah. Okay. No. There oh, we go. Okay. There. there we go. Okay. Sweet. So um, then we get another yeah, another promo. Selena De La Renta cuts a promo saying Mil Martes will be unleashed and destroy uh, Perot, uh, just like Los Parks will do to Injustice and Contra. Uh, now I have a little I have a little problem with this promo, and you're gonna think I'm nitpicking, but it's but, not the way uh, Selena looks, right? Because she always looks fantastic. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! She's um like I said, I'm Team Selena 100. Uh, but the only problem I have with this promo is it it said Selena De La Renta, and it said earlier, so she cut the promo earlier, right? And then but she says the match is gonna be uh, low low sparks against Injustice and Contra, but that match was just announced like three minutes ago. Three minutes prior to this promo. So this well, promo was. It, she did early. cut it earlier, though. She cut it thirty minutes into the show. So unless, unless it was, it's earlier. Well, it would have to be like two minutes before this actually aired. So they would have to edit that really quick. So, right, so but I know she also you think comes out twice during the show and has two different outfits on. So yeah, a lot of a lot of head scratches. I I do think you're nitpicking just a wee bit. Okay. I just, I, I just wanted to point that out. I was like, oh, that's a little odd. Just a little odd. So, um, okay. Uh, well, since we're talking about Selena, should we talk, uh, talk about Azteca Underground and how they're looking for a new home to conduct business? If you go on AztecUnderground.com, uh, they are looking for a place to conduct business. They are looking for a new, I guess, head office. And I mean, for somebody who has all this money, why can't El Jefe just buy a building? That's true. That's true. I didn't think about it either. If he has all this money, why does he have to find an office? And, uh, and why is he reaching out business? to his followers, if you will, to say, hey, listen, it's like <laughs> it's like saying to your buddy, listen, I'm going to come down for the weekend. I'm going to hang out with you, but I'm not going to rent a hotel. I'm going to stay in your house, even though you may not want me there. I'm going to go ahead and stay in your house because I feel that you should allow me to stay in your house. So if you want to join Aztec Underground and be a follower, that's great. But you got to help El Jefe find a place to conduct business because apparently he can't use one of these little fancy dangle devices called the cell phone and just conduct business that way. <laughs> you can email, you could call, you could do shit on the internet. 
These things are amazing. They're called cell phones, though, Hefe. Yeah. You could probably afford 60000 of them if you want to. Shit, you can afford Selena De La Renta's Botox and, and um, <laughs> plastic surgery and all her different outfits. Why can't you find a place to conduct business? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's that's great points, man. Great points, man. Um, I like I like yeah. See, they have we have cell phones. See, cell phones. <laughs> but uh, okay, so let's let's uh, let's move on. Uh, Perot against Mil Muertes. Uh, this was uh, basically a squash match. Do you agree? It was just a squash match. I was a little disappointed. I thought Perot was. Uh, what about Perot's was... promo as he's walking out? Let's yeah, fight. Well... <laughs> You didn't like that promo? Okay, I thought that was the best promo of the night. Sorry, my fault. No, it was good. I just, it was the funniest thing. Let's fight! I'm just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> he says, let's fight. Knowing full well that he's going into a into a match where he's going to get squashed. But um, I feel bad because he's like, yeah, I'm doing this for my buddy, Savio Vega. I'm going to avenge uh, the beating. And, uh, let's, and fight. He out. <laughs> let's fight! Let's fight. Let's fight. But he, he got a few... Some offense in, but it was mainly Millboards just squashing him, and um, which I guess made sense. I mean, he had the open weight belt he came out with. Uh, I guess it made sense that he would squash Perot. I guess squash a, a big man and and kind of um, you know he's get ready for uh, to make him look more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Make him more a, a better opponent for for Hammerstone. Uh, no. What's, what's that listen, look? Listen, at the at the end of the day, I, I appreciate Mount Mortis. I appreciate Selena Vega and what she's done to build up this character. I appreciated the Aztec jungle fight. I actually enjoyed that match uh, or what we saw of it. I appreciated everything about the character. But let's get real. Let's get real for a second here. Much like Max Kruger, um, Mount Mortis is just another block. And I'm hoping, and, I, and I'm not going to get close to the screen like you did, but I am saying this to court. I'm hoping that if... Hammerstone gets past Mel Mortis that maybe you'll actually give the number one contender a shot at the title. And if you're doing this incredibly slow, like I feel the slow build is like when you're going on your first date, when you're like 13 or 14 and you're trying to grab some titty, like you're trying to go for your, your girlfriend's boob. You're trying to cop a feel in the movie theater. And I feel like he's nervous. His hand is right on the boob, but he doesn't want to go for it. So I feel like this two-year build is just enough. Like, let, let Hammerstone pop his cherry. Let's get virginity out of the way. Let's get this fucking title shot on the go. And let's move on with life. I feel like this story is just dragging out to the point where I don't even really consider Hammerstone a threat to Jacob Fatu. They're actually making Hammerstone kind of a joke. If you want to ask my honest opinion... The match between him and Calvin Tegman will be a barn burner. When Jacob Fatou and Calvin Tegman step in the ring, because we saw it, the last rewind we did before we took our little break, the shoulder tackle. All I can think about is the shoulder tackle. And insert shoulder tackle uh, shot here. Oh, my God, the shoulder tackle. So that uh, when I edit, I'm going to put that in there. But okay. that match will be way better than Hammerstone versus Fatou just because it's taken so damn long. And now I'm just bored. That's okay. I, I don't know if you remember the, the first match. The, what, did you watch the first show that came back? The first restart show? Yes, I did. Did you? Hammerstone came out and he went right out, right after two. And I was like, oh, this is it. We're going to get it. He's going after for two. And, We're getting it. They're, they're setting it up. This is going to be great. And then it just, it's, they just, 
separated them, and they never, um, they never, it, we never got the payoff match. Exactly. Here we are, five months later, and it was already a year and a half into it, and then they had a little break. So technically, if you think about it, it's been two and a half fucking years since Hammerstone's yep. had that title. You want if we include the break, it's been two and a half years, and I'm sorry, it doesn't take this long. It well, maybe just, he it has, doesn't. Maybe he needs to lose the title and become like the eighth, the number eight contender. Then he'll get a title shot. Maybe that's and, uh then just take away the open weight title. Make the open weight title a grooming title, like the IC title was. Look at the history of the IC title for a second. And I have to compare it because it's kind of the same thing. You know as well as I do because you know your wrestling history. If you were an IC champion at any point in time, you were considered next in line for the heavyweight title. Right or wrong? Um, not all the time, but uh right. but most okay. of the time. Majority most of, the time. of the time you were considered yes the next in line to go after the heavyweight title to go with absolutely 100%. Yes. So you were going to run a program with a champion. If you were the IC title holder, you were going to run a program with the champion. You may not win, you may not lose, but you were going to run a program and the programs yeah. would start almost immediately. But now we're at a point where they have this title. That's supposed to be, if you're the open weight champion, you're going to run a program with the champion. Yet the guy who's been the open weight champion for the longest reign in MLW history has yet to get a title shot. And I feel like this whole episode, I'm going to be pointing out the same thing. Either shit or get off the pot. Either give him the shot or take the fucking title away. Make the belt, dissolve the belt, get rid of the belt. Because at this point, all credibility is lost in that belt. You might as well either do what I said. Make it, a, make it like a money in the bank title that anytime that person wants a title shot, they can take it or don't. Or make it a grooming title. Because either way, it'll have more credibility than what's being fucking done with it now. Absolutely. And uh, with Mio Muerta stealing the title and walking out with it, I mean... Who gives that, a shit? That, I know. Who, who cares? cares? Who cares? I don't care that Mel Mortis is the, I guess, unofficial openweight champion. I don't. Because at this point, if you're rocking that title, that means one thing, Mel Mortis. Hear me now. I'm going to pull a Lewis. You're never going to get a title shot. <laughs> Because it takes so fucking long. I know. It's go court. Jesus. Fuck. Fuck court. Come on. Just do something. Yeah. I hope Hammerstone's watching too. Because uh, I tweeted out about it and he's actually liked the tweets that I feel he should get a title shot. But uh, well, we'll see. Maybe maybe in two and a half Maybe years, Hammerstone could come on the show with us and Richard Hall. Yeah. And Holiday could just rip on you for being an NCD. And Hammerstone and I could just have a conversation about the fact that Hammerstone doesn't have a title shot yet. Yeah, that, I, that, I think cool that'd be that. a great episode. Every time you go to ask a question, Richard will be like, shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> now he's All coming right, back let's, soon. Let's move on. I think we yeah. both had enough. Actually, be before we move on, mid-match, mid-match, they actually we got breaking news that Buku Dell was actually laid out backstage. <laughs> And the ambulance and the cops are returning. The cops pulled the Yui and they are coming they back. Come back. They had to come back. And Alicia jumps on breaking news. Buku Dao has been attacked and he's on his way to the hospital. And I'm thinking, who cares, man? Who cares? This is, I mean, we're supposed to get this, this match that really made no sense to me. And uh, now we're not going to get the match. And TJP is suspended indefinitely. So he's suspended, 
he's suspended indefinitely by Court Bauer. So Contra attacks Injustice and they're rewarded with a title shot. TJP attacks Buku down. He gets suspended indefinitely. What are you doing, Court? Come on. <laughs> what, what, what's going on over there? Who's, Mal Morgan really steals won- the title and nothing happens. And nothing happens. Well, and, listen, and listen, let's be honest. A, a gust of wind from an open door could have laid out Buku down. We don't know if it was TJ. We don't. I'm sorry. There's no viable proof that it was TJ. All we have is the word of Alicia. And don't get me wrong. I'll take Alicia at her word because I adore her. I'm team Alicia. We all know this. But I'm sorry. There's no viable proof. There's no video evidence that TJP was the one that did it. He might have opened a door when Boohoo Dao was walking by and Dao could have flown in the wall. Stranger maybe, things have happened, Lewis. Maybe a fly was flying by and just flew right into Dow and knocked him right out. Spider landed on his forehead. He <laughs> went to hit it and he knocked himself out. He knocked himself the fuck out. So I don't know. It's the whole thing is. Are we going to have a whole uh, eight week uh, program now trying to figure out who attacked Buku Dow? Well, it took, um, it took like what two months to figure out who shot Johnny Bravo and Impact, didn't it? That's true. That's true. So. But uh, we'll see. I, I'm wondering if they're doing this because maybe he's not going to he's not coming back to MLW TJP. Maybe this is the way to get him off uh, TV somehow. I don't know. Maybe it could be it also yeah. too. Um, uh, the, he he and um, Aria Blake, they announced that they're having a little boy. Now they've got yeah. word they're having a little boy. So she is moving along and maybe uh, TJ's trying to free up his schedule so he could be there a little bit more for when his uh, new baby boy arrives. So congrats to both of them, because that's awesome. Uh, that uh, they got a little boy coming into the world, and I think they're going to be kick-ass parents. And um, TJP's already had a lot of uh, parenting practice with Buku Dao. He knows how to discipline him. He knows how to put him in a corner. He knows how to tell him, no, you don't get that cookie till you finish your spinach. And we know what ha- Buku Dao has laid on the waterworks. I'm going off tangent. Just, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole feud is dumb. The whole feud is dumb. TJP being upset at Buku down for losing a match. You said that this was the feud of I did this to teach you, Buku. Yeah, I, I know. I, I, I said that's the feud. But I never said I liked the feud. I think the whole beginning of the feud was dumb, which I pointed out that TJP being upset at Buku Dao for losing a match, despite the fact that Los Parks cheated to win. So they cheated to win, but he still got upset at Buku Dao. Because he lost, because he was he lost. Well, maybe because, because they studied tape and they knew that the cheat was coming, but Buku was not proactive when he knew that the cheat was coming. We've seen this third member of Los Park show up all the time. There was enough footage to know how to counteract it, and maybe Buku didn't stick to the game plan. Uh, nonetheless, I, I I I hope they caught the fly that knocked him out. <laughs> that that's that's the most important thing. You the say fly, fly that, I say gust say of wind. S- we'll never <laughs> know. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I feel like we're shitting all over a great product and we shouldn't be, but this no, one, not, this, but no, but this one had a lot of holes in it. I will agree. This, this one had one, many, this many was holes like Swiss in cheese. it. Many holes. And that's, that's, holes. that's our job. That's our job. We have, we can't be positive, positive, positive. If we see something negative. We gotta, we gotta call it out. You know what? I'm disagreeing with you right now. I'm going to be positive. TJP okay. getting suspended indefinitely was the right call. Mal Mortis having no punishment laid out was a right yep. call. Contra yep. getting rewarded and given a title shot was the right call. Everything that Court Bauer has done this episode has been perfect. Did I sell that? I thought, I feel like I sold that pretty well. You, no? <laughs> no, you sold that. Sold that pretty well. The only thing that, that this, this card, this show was missing was a Jacob for two Jordan Alpha rematch. That would have been absolutely perfect. If he, if, if just, you know what? Court Bauer just came out. So you know what? Oliver, Fatu, 
fight. And they we had a we had a rematch between it. That so been, he wouldn't have said that. He would have brought Perot out and be like, let's fight. <laughs> so all right, should we uh should we talk about what's happening at uh, March 31st there on Never Say yeah, Never? So never say never. Uh so uh three matches announced Jordan Oliver versus Simon Gotch. Jordan Oliver is gonna get his uh, win back there. Uh, Myron Reed against Davare and Jacob Fatu against Calvin Takeman, which should be a phenomenal match. Um, I'm actually but- looking forward more to the Reed and Davari match. I think Reed and Davari will have some great in-ring chemistry, and I think that one will be the sleeper match of the night. If you want my predictions right now, I'm going to give it to Reed and Davari putting on one hell of a show. I oh, really, no, really it's going to be a, it's going to the whole show is going to be great. Um, um, you think We're- Takeman has any shot at beating Fatu for the title? I do, and here's why: insert soldier tackle. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, like that's that's my main reason. Listen, I know you're going to want to talk about it, but can we not talk about the Max Kruger promo that we couldn't hear? Can we just blow past? You know, that? it's it's hilarious <laughs> because this is what I wrote. I wrote Max Max Kruger um, hacks in and he cuts an incoherent promo. <laughs> <laughs> I oh my god, bro, we're twinsing today. I wrote so incoherent I could fucking hear nothing, and I put three exclamation points by fucking. Fucking here yeah, now. It's like, can you? It's like, then, then all you hear at the end is, hell control. But and you I'm get like, the hand right he... in front of the camera like this. I'm like, what did he just, what? It's like, he incoherently says, it says, it's just, it was, that was awful. Uh, I bet you I know exactly what he said. He was drunk off his ass. They said, cut a promo. He put the mask on and said, I want some chicken and beer, a little bit of steak. I want a potato and some corn and hail contra. <laughs> that was the promo. That was it, brother. Going in and it. out. We're going to In and Out Burger tonight and hail contra. Fuck In and Out Burger. We're going to White Castle, bitch. Hail contra. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who is he? Who is he going after? Is this, was this just a horrible, I made out horrible the word Hammerstone. So it was oh, obviously okay. saying so something Hammerstone. about Hammerstone. Maybe this means. Okay, can I throw a little conspiracy theory here this way? Can I throw yeah. something at you? Throw it, All right. Man. Throw it. Let's say that when Hammerstone and Mel Mortis meet for Hammerstone to get the open weight title back, what if there's a brawl at the start of the show? Max Kruger beating down Mel Mortis. Hammerstone comes in, and then Court Bauer will do what he does best, and he will reward Max Kruger and make it a triple threat the open weight title. I think he would be attacking Hammerstone. I don't think he would go after Martis, but that does make sense. I can see that happening. I can see that happening. Um, Take out Mel Mortis, put in Hammerstone any way you want, but now we're going to have a triple threat for the open weight title and uh, the winner will go on to hopefully face Jacob Fatu in two to five years. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Hold on one second. I forgot to turn my uh, plug on. The battery's about to run out. Give me one second. There we go. Okay, that's better. The the screen Edit just went. Point. <laughs> Edit. Sorry, the screen just went like really dark. I was like, oh crap, I gotta. Okay. Anyway, so um, so then Tom Lola cuts a promo on the Von Erichs, uh, which was which was he, he always cuts a better promo than a Von Erichs cut. He cuts uh, the but promo next, better than anybody else. He was promo. So says uh, we're gonna have a chain rope match next week. So Team Filthy uh, against the Von Erics and ACH in a chain rope match. Although there's gonna be chains instead of regular ropes around that. I thought it was a chain match at first, which would have been actually 
exciting also. I thought they were just going to wrap chains around their fists and, and use that, but it's an actual chain rope match. Uh, so Think um, about that. Think about that. will be like much like Filthy Island. Those, those chains are going to have no give. So there's going to no, be no, no Irish whips. There'll be no moves off the corners. There'll be no and anything crazy. Any aerial maneuvers will be cut completely off. So this match will just be down and dirty and the chains will be used. I'm actually looking forward to this match. I'm going to this match with a very good open mind. Uh, much like I did the beautiful disaster that was Filthy Island. And anytime Tom Lawler brings something new to the game, I have yet to see a chain rope match. I know they've had them before in other places, but I've never seen one. So this will be my first. And I'm looking forward to it, Lewis. I really am. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, so am I. I'm looking forward to it as well. Uh, love Tom Lawler. Love Team Filthy and the Von Erics ACH make a, you know, don't mess with Texas. Uh, they so make who a. Who doesn't like Team Filthy? Who? North Korea. Because one third of the team is not allowed. Yeah, to that's there. right. He's not allowed to go back to North Korea. <laughs> Kevin Koo is banned from returning to North Korea. <laughs> so he, he can't. Uh, he can't go back. And we to know North Tom Guarini will do whatever he possibly can for yeah. Dan Ham. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go, baby. Main event time. Main event. I'm. I'm just gonna say, uh, it was Injustice versus Controversy Los Parks with the tag team titles on the line. This was a train wreck of a brawl. I didn't like this match one bit, and that's all I'm going to say about it, and I will let you take it from here. I didn't like this at all. This was, this was bad. Um, a couple things I didn't mind. Uh, what I didn't understand was how before the champions even got out there, the ref was allowing Contra and Injustice to just start beating the crap out of each other. Then Los Park shows up, and L.A. Park hits everybody with a chair. He walked yeah. into the match with a chair right off the bat should have been a disqualification. And then somewhere I thought the bell rang as soon as Los Parks came in with the chair, but apparently two minutes and 37 seconds in the ref finally got enough control to ring the bell. So for two minutes and 37 seconds, it was just a free for all, but there was some good moments. Uh, Reed impressed me with his agility, uh, the clothesline from Davari. And then he popped up with the backflip and kicked Davari right in the face. That was probably the move of the night in the match. Uh, and during that match, we found out that Dow was hospitalized and TJP was suspended. We found that out mid-match. As the, the announcers are calling the match, St. Laurent, or uh, sorry, Alicia come up, flashed to the bottom screen and said, TJP has been suspended indefinitely. And then <laughs> the match continued. So, uh, sure. Um, to, to win it was the spear from LA Park on Jordan Oliver for the one, two, three. Los Parks retained. Yeah. Uh, as far as main events go. It's bad. I didn't like it. it this this match like had a it. lot of holes in it. There was a lot of confusion. Um, yep. And the whole show really did. The only exciting parts yep. for me about this show was that opening match between Brian Pillman Jr. and Leo Rush. I thought that was match of the night. Uh, the Hammerstone promo was a bright spot. Uh, and Tom Lawler's promo was a bright spot. I'm excited for the chain match. The announcements for Never Say Never. I'm looking forward to a couple of those matches. Uh, Selena Vega coming out with two outfits. That outfit at the end, the black skin type. Mwah. Beautiful. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, all in all, uh, this was, we were seeing a steady, this was much like the beginning of the year for us. We were seeing the steady incline of great stuff and then it peaked and then it was a nosedive. And I think honestly, after uh, Filthy Island, now we're getting a nosedive and yep. it's going down. So I'm hoping never say never perks us back up because it seems to be like a, like a heartbeat, right? A flatline, Kings of Coliseum, flatline, Filthy Island, <laughs> flatline. Now, never say never. So I'm hoping 
that we're going to get a steady incline. But I don't know who's doing the writing over there. I don't know who's okaying everything. But a lot of these stories have have holes in them. You're not wrapping up storylines properly. You're not. I mean, you guys have literally a jewel in your back pocket. And I'm not talking about Jacob Atu. I'm talking about MLW as a whole. It's a great organization, a great company. But I feel like creatively, after Filthy Island, they've been in a little bit of a rut. And they're, they're starting up new feuds without finishing the old ones. And you can't do that. Yeah. No. You've got to tie everything up in a nice little package. At the end of the day, we're wrestling fans. We bitch, we complain. But what we're pointing out is factual. And if you don't like us, fine, turn us off. I know there's one person out there who doesn't like me. Hi, City Price. How are you, buddy? But at the end of the day, this is not... This I'm, is sure not he, I'm sure he's fine with you, man. <clears throat> this is not the MLW that I respected before the COVID break. This is not the MLW I was excited for when it came back. And this is not the MLW that I've seen bright spots out of this year. There have been the mad genius Court Bauer has done some amazing things, but there's a lot of holes being poked right now. I don't know what the game plan is. I can't see the moves ahead, but all I know is that I'm getting sick and tired of new feud starting and old ones not ending. At least finish it. Finish it. You finished it with Contra and Injustice. We got the end to that. We know how it played out. Why can't Hammerstone get a title shot? Why is Mel Mortis allowed to steal a title? Why does Selena Vega have cheap plastic surgery? Why doesn't Alicia Altoot have more airtime? Why did Bo Kudow get knocked out by a gust of wind and you're going to suspend my boy TJP? Why is Brian Pilma Jr. getting an entrance now but didn't have an entrance before? You say, Lewis, he's on his way out. I don't know. The forbidden door has been wide open. I think Pillman is still working with MLW because he's not getting enough time on AEW yet. But at the end of the day, Court Bauer... Why are there so many holes in this episode? I feel like this is a block of Swiss cheese or that grapefruit from the American Pie movies. I feel like there's just holes and nothing's being filled. All I'm asking for is put a little putty over it, my friend. Let's close one hole. Let's open up a new one. But at the end of the day, I just want answers. And I'm not getting them. I'm not getting them at all. And I don't understand why. Sorry, I had something on my screen. But I don't understand why. And this is not what I'm used to seeing from this product. MLW is uh, in my top three. And this is not what I'm used to seeing in my top three. And that's just my little rant. And I never really get to do these rants. So I'm excited that I got the night off from the hosting. And Lewis, you did a great job. But I'm just going to say one thing and then I'm going to leave it to you. But I'm going to give my grade for the show right now. And uh, I'm going to give an F. This is a flat out fail. Even that first opening match, which I loved, is not going to save this, this episode for me this week. This is a flat out fail. And um, you know what? Just like Hammerstone said, sticking chicken feathers up your butt doesn't make you a chicken. Owning a wrestling company doesn't make you an owner. So shape up because there has to be something better than this crap that we've been able, we've had to suffer through the last two weeks. I'm done. That, no, that's no, I, I can't argue with that, man. I can't argue with that. You're absolutely right. Um, uh, this show wasn't very good at all. Uh, I know you said you loved the first match. I liked it. I didn't love the first match. Um, well, compared but, to everything um, else you saw, it was the best thing on the night. Yep, yeah, true. Uh, disappointed. You know, they built Perot up as his monster. I thought he was going to give Mil Muertes somewhat of a deal. You have to say, let's fight. Let's fight. Okay, so <laughs> they built Perot, uh, let's fight, as a fighting monster, and he was coming to avenge Savio Vega, and he gets squashed by Mil Muertes. You know, I understand that you're trying to build up Mil Muertes. 
uh, trying to build up Mil Muertes as um, a legitimate challenger for Hammerstone. Speaking of Mil Muertes, uh, what the fuck ever happened to Conan? We never even got an answer on that shit. Conan. And is, is Savio Vega dead? Where, where's Savio Vega? Uh, is he coming back for uh, Richard Holiday? What, what's going on? It's just, you know. <laughs> where was Richard Holiday? I don't know. I don't know. Is this Richard? Maybe he was out buying more coffee somewhere. I don't know. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, listen. You've had a bad yeah. night. That's fine. But don't insult coffee. Don't do that, Lewis. No, I, I didn't insult, insult coffee. coffee. By saying Richard Holiday is getting some coffee, is that insulting coffee? That's, you know, saying Richard Holiday is getting coffee. Maybe he's getting coffee. Uh, I didn't say coffee sucks or anything like that. That's All insulting. Right. Well, I just coffee. want to make that clear. Don't, don't okay. sully. You've had a rough night. I've had a rough night. We agree on that. But don't sully coffee, Lewis. You're okay. You're an NCD. You don't know what coffee feels like. That's true. I, I like English breakfast tea. So, <laughs> Why <laughs> but, can't you just say tea? You have to say English breakfast tea. Because because there's green tea, English breakfast tea, Earl Grey tea. I like English breakfast tea. That's, there's that's, way more that's, teas than that. There's lemon ginger. There's peppermint. Yeah. I don't even yeah. talk. Oh, okay. I don't like any of that fruit stuff in the tea. It's, oh, that, it's oh, just... that, oh, that's the lie. That's the freaking <laughs> lie? Really, bro? Re- really? Okay. I don't like the f- fruit stuff in the tea. Right. I don't like. That's fine. Peppermint helps build your metabolism. I'm just saying, but that's fine. Oh, okay. But not, it doesn't, I could have a peppermint stick, but not in tea. Uh, peppermint but, stick is a candy. Oh my God. Okay. Let's, let's, let's shout out the socials, please. Okay. Uh, no, but I was going to say that this, the show was full of holes. And like you said, it's like Swiss cheese. Uh, they need to fill it. They need to get some cement and just fill all those holes. I'm with you, but I'm not giving it an F. I'm giving it an F minus. F is that minus. even a thing? Can you do that? Can you just make your own grade, brother? Can you do that? That is the thing. I've gotten a couple of F minuses when I was in school. <laughs> Must be an American thing. Because here in Canada, you just yeah. get an F. No, I get a I get an F minus. So uh so I'm giving it uh yeah, I just a bad show. I didn't like it at all. So um so yeah, I'll let you shout out your sh- socials and uh we could get the hell out of here. Absolutely. All right. Well, you guys all know, but uh, just to say it for argument's sake, at underscore straight talk on Twitter, straight talk wrestling on Instagram, on Facebook. And on YouTube and on every one of my platforms, I have my link tree in the bio. So you can go visit, you can hit that. And through that, you can also get my pro support, support, support. Uh, anything I get goes right back into the show for securing better equipment uh, and better guests. And uh, this week's episode, I just dropped my conversation with Nick Aldis, the current rating defending uh, almost 1100 day champion and uh, NWA champion. So that was a great conversation. Be sure to check that one out. And um, yeah, that's it for me. All right. And I am on YouTube at the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. Uh, Since we're plugging interviews, great interview with Nick Aldis. I just released one with Impact Wrestling superstar Josh Alexander. So you might want to go ahead and check that one out as well. Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. I am on um, Twitter at Shooting Up North. I am on Instagram at Alliance PW Network and on Facebook at Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. So check it all out. And uh, if you head on over to YouTube, you like what you see, you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. I'd, I'd be very happy. And, and hit and head on over to Straight Talk Wrestling and hit that subscribe button as well. And uh, hit everybody's subscribe button. Hit, hit our subscribe buttons. We'll be very happy. Uh, so anything else before we wrap this up, man? No. I think we're good. I think we're good for another week of fusion in the can. Uh, we're working on securing some more interviews. We don't want to, you know, get uh, too excited about it, but we are in contact with a few more members of the MLW roster. So we're yep. hoping to tighten things up. Um, and yeah, that's it. Uh, so as I always say on my show, peace, love and wrestling. We'll see everybody next week. 
All right. And I want to say this is Lewis Carlin. Again, I want to thank my co-host, my podcast partner in crime, George Mackay. And until next time, we'll be back next week with another episode of MLW Rewind. So take care. Bye-bye and stay safe, everyone. So long. Bye-bye. Let's fight. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.